0: Welcome back to the Final
1: Whistle Podcast. Time to run! Here we are, the boys are back for round two. Another week of coronavirus and sex scandal dramas put behind us. Round two is confirmed to be played. Here we go, boys. No Trev's tonight, mate. Um, he's recovering from hospital, but we wish him all the best and hope um, to see him back next week.
0: Yeah, mate. Uh, Trev's just there, just fixing up his, uh, the final parts of his um, surgery that he had earlier in the year. And um, he, he's in a lockdown at the moment, though. Uh, yeah, they've all down that way been tested for COVID. He's waiting his res- results.
1: Yeah, see, you hearing about that COVID-19, coronavirus. Oh,
0: <coughs> we'll cover what we have to cover for Junior League tonight, mate. Um, it, no doubt it, it'll come up, I reckon, no no, no less than 10 times tonight in our podcast. We'll try to minimise it, but unfortunately it's playing a big role in how NRL, Canterbury Cup, Ron Massey, Sydney Shield, Harvard Norman's Women's Premiership, the Harold Mats, SG Ball, all of them. All the way down to our little tiny tots in the under-sixes, it affects everyone, so we'll, we'll cover all that tonight throughout the podcast,
1: mate. Got a tally for how many times I say coronavirus or how many times I say um? I reckon, I reckon you have more ums than what coronavirus will be announced. <laughs> <laughs> so ScoMo has announced today a six-month international travel ban, 5C. Uh What's this mean for the game? <laughs>
0: well, at the moment it means that... The Warriors can't go back overseas. Uh, if the Warriors go back overseas, they've got 14-day quarantine in their own country. Uh, as we know, you know, games are played every five, six, seven days. So it'll be interesting to see how long the Warriors can withhold that. Uh, Canterbury Cup side has already gone back over, and I believe from the uh, announcement today from New South Wales Rugby League, uh, David Trotten had spoken with the uh, New Zealand Warriors CEO and. They had agreed that New Zealand Warriors will uh, not take any further part in Canterbury Cup in New South Wales for the rest of this year. Uh, it, that's when it comes back, just due to the travelling and the fact that the six month international code fall, if you want to take it from what Skymo said, has been announced. Um, so, yeah, everyone's. Um, destined to stay in Australia. Uh, I don't know how long the Warriors will stay. The fact that um, you know you've got a lot of um, fringe first graders now without training or a game for the next six weeks. Wherever, you know where it depends on how many NRL Warriors players they've got sitting over here in this squad. If if the Warriors were to lose two players. Um, I think I've heard talk said that the NRL will um, negotiate with clubs to loan fringe first graders to fulfil the, the top 17, so if, if there's one positive out of it, if the NRL continues to go, there are some fringe first graders that might get a chance to shine in a couple of games for the Warriors to help them out whilst they stay over here in Australia that can only be a good thing for for the fringe first-graders. And I dare say all the player agents would be uh, ear to the ground with what's happening with the Warriors and if they need extra players, you know. There's going to be compensation there from the NRL. I think Tom Greenberg's already came out and said that something like that might have to happen in order to keep the game going. It's, it's, yeah, it's a very um, worrying time. And look, to be honest, you know, up until about three days ago, I was calling it a super man flu. It still is a super man flu. And six and a half months ago, COVID-19 was a test tube um, virus. So, uh, you know, it's, um, it's, it's fast moving. The politics behind it, you know, is sure to come out throughout the world in the coming months. Uh, you know, but for now, we'll take it uh, each day as it, as it comes as uh, as all news media in, in terms of Greenberg, Peter Volandis, Dave Trotten and the QRL have said it's it's a very fluid situation so you know as as you know fluids constantly moving so it's uh it, it's it's a changing changing outline each and every day and we'll get more into that when we talk about um, JRL later
1: on mate i uh, just give credit to the Warriors and, and the coaching staff and everyone involved in the game in regards to that decision It's I um, only, very I think only
0: two or three players went back and I, I, I believe one of them was Peter because his child was due to be born any time this week I think that he's gone back I haven't and can't, can't say, he can't Patrick
1: say, Herbert's gone back because he's only just had a recent one so. yeah so there's like quite new so yeah taking my hat off to the Warriors like I said I've Born, raised in Australia, so wouldn't, wouldn't haven't had to live overseas, or haven't had to be stranded somewhere. So, uh, you know, families, everything. So I've actually seen on Instagram, on the Warriors' uh, Instagram page, that all the stories coming through from different families, and all having a um, trying to uh, as make as much as they can of the the whole situation. But credit where credit's true, they've done the, they've tried to keep, they want to keep the game playing. They want the the Warriors to still playing the game. So let's hope that. Uh, they can turn things around. They didn't start too well in round one. That's hopefully they can have a better start in round two against the Raiders. But we'll get more into that later on. If,
0: if anything to go off, mate, um, the Warriors been in one central spot for the next possible three to four weeks, it's the first time in their in their history of of um, competing in the NRL that they're actually going to have a four week continuous stay in one area. And not have to fly around and in, and in over and back in the water, mate. Right?
1: It might actually. It might help, help them, it. you know. It might bonding together, living together, playing together, oh, cooking together.
0: You're in Australia, so no travel. You've gone from a seven-hour preparation from the time that you leave your house to the bus to the airport, on the plane, back out of the airport to the, to the other bus out here in Australia. You you know yeah, you, you've cut that time down. And it could just work out well. Uh, also, you know, um, just so everyone knows, we are one and a half meters apart. You know, was that social, social, whatever the crap it is? Um, yeah. So we are there, and you know. Uh, no
1: high fives tonight, mate. Please. No, no. Keep mate. on your side.
0: Elbows, elbows only, mate. <laughs> or even the toe taps, because you're a soccer soccer
1: lover. <laughs> <laughs> um, you went to some junior league games on the weekend, I see, mate. Yeah,
0: got out and about. Um. So obviously we had our we had our trials in the in the pouring rain at Federation Forest, which was great. <laughs> had the referee out there every twenty five minutes, making sure that it was a okay. And uh, I think he stopped it after you know we informed him that Penrith junior Penriff, um, junior reps come and have their trials here and pissed out earlier in February. Once once that was once that was said to them, they didn't bother checking the um, the ground anymore. Uh, and then yeah, Sunday my daughter she had her trials and you know, the, the little the little pocket rocket with the, uh, with the with the you know the, the body of a second roller for her age scored two tries. So uh, you know they were loving their footy. They they're a bit peed off that um, that uh, footy's been put on the back burner for a period of six weeks. But you know at the end of the day, it is what it is. You've got to give big props to all these governing bodies for trying to, you know, put the 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 health and the safety of, of its members being, you know, predominantly kids at the forefront. Because, you know, flip the coin, Dodo, if we flip the coin, mate, and someone happens, you know, we, we continue to go on, someone got sick, you know, you wouldn't hear the end of it. So you're hearing the end of it on both sides of the stick. Look, now, to be honest, yeah, I'm peed off about this whole situation. But it is what it is and you can only control what you can control yourself.
1: Hundred percent. Before we jump into it, mate, what caught your eye on round one?
0: Caught my eye in round one. The 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 difference, the, the difference changing from, from Thursday night footy to Sunday footy. You know, Thursday night footy, even Saturday afternoon, the boy didn't have to wear gloves. You come out Sunday and Manly's got the big blue gloves on and they're, they're giving the ball the old hee-ho, you know, in one bucket out of the other. Um, you know, so it, it, it's crazy. It, that, that was what caught my eye uh, kids wearing gloves. We actually were going to go out and buy proper proper uh, sports gloves for, um, for for Jack to have to wear this week, but we don't have to. You know, we save ourselves a few dollars.
1: That's it, yeah. It was, it was a bit weird to see them <coughs> rolling the ball in the SQ some... Washing up liquid, or just dis- <laughs> detergent, or disinfectant, whatever it is. But um, I'm not going to ask you what's blown your whistle this week because we already know that. We don't want go- <laughs> to go to the whole um the C19 um, and make another tally of the of the coronavirus. But tonight we'll cover you know the NRL recap of round one, junior rep rap, New South Wales rugby league results, and then we'll obviously finish it with the NRL preview of round two, guys. Yeah, and then we'll
0: just, then we'll just brief what's moving forward for Junior League across uh, New South Wales and indeed, you know,
1: as much as we know, for Queensland. So round one, they started with the Eels versus the Dogs. It was a very scrappy game to kick off the season, but the Eels come away with an 8-2 victory over the Dogs. We won't get uh, into too much of this game as it didn't live up to the blockbuster we all thought. 27 errors, 54 missed tackles in a blood river match.
0: I would say it was a bludger of a match. It's the bludger on the scoreboard and the errors and that, but
1: Good hit it out was, for round it one. Was,
0: it was what footy was, you know, first game round one, Bob got a blood of cobwebs out. You know, a lot of these players hadn't played a full eighty minutes, you know, drips and drabs so yeah, it was it was what it was, mate. Um... Oh, I fell asleep, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody office workers falling asleep. Trucky trucky <laughs> does eleven hours on the road, still gets to watch every minute and then backs up and drives the next day. Um, Jack White in first half double mode has helped the Gamer Raiders to secure their first up um, victory over the Gold Coast Titans uh, at GIO Stadium, full-time scores 24-6. You know, a, a defensively soft start. The Titans eventually found some starts after half-time. A, lacklustre, uh, but a lack of effective kicking options and unforced errors proved their biggest downfall. Kroger's second conversion score, him become just the seventh man in Premiership history. She passed 2,000 career points. He is also the youngest player to reach that milestone at the age of 29. New coach Justin Holbrook was very honest with his assessment of his side's first hit-out. Didn't aim up physically and too many dumb errors. Dale, the whole hashtag 6Again 2020 reboot. How, how did the camera Raiders get off to the start that they do? Did? did they pass it in your mark or... Can we do we have to wait
1: until they come up against a tougher opponent? Uh, it looks like they've moved on from last year with the way they started. You know, they come out of the gates and scored two tries in open 10 minutes. Yeah, it is against the Titans. Yes, they did get the spoon last year, but you can only beat the, the side that's presented in front of you on the day. They could have, you know, the Titans had a lot of ball in that second half and they could have, you know, it could have been 24 20 or 24 22 there and there, but they did um, D up um, in when the Titans had. All that possession, uh, very honest um, remarks from the new coach there Holbrook, so we'll see if that gives them a bit of a kick in the ass if they s- play their second half in the first half would have been much closer, um, but six again maybe it 's only three again at the moment <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the second game on Friday. I reckon this was the game that I- David Fafida, Dazzled, and new halfback Jermaine Asako stood tall... New fullback, sorry. Jermaine Asako stood tall as the Broncos crashed North Queensland Stadium opening party with a 28-21 win at Queensland Country Bank Stadium on Friday night. Yeah, I, I reckon this was, you know,
0: game around. Payne Haas had already made over 100 metres by half-time with 15 runs. Oh, sorry, no, 12 runs. You know, Brody Croft is what... <laughs> Brisbane Broncos looked like they had needed. You know, um, they yeah. He he he's you know, kicking game and game management <coughs> was superb um, on Friday night. I I thoroughly enjoyed this game. I, I don't really thoroughly enjoy too many Queensland derbies. Um, obviously, because <coughs> we're seeing Bron we, we see Broncos every Friday night on the on the screen. So. You know, by about round seven, round eight, I've already tuned, uh, tuned out and zoned out from from Brisbane games. But this one was good, and that that margin of seven points is the biggest margin in
1: the last five years. Crazy, yeah. I think I got only got to saw the second half of this, but it looked like a it looked like a great game. The as they always do, the young Brisbane forward pack aimed up, and it got the the young the young halves to to polish it off. Brody Croft. Um, Tick of approval there. It's what that sort of style of half that they needed, taking all the pressure off his six and letting Milford um, run havoc and then freeze up space for Jermaine Sarko to kill it too.
0: Yeah, moving on. Knights nice. shut out the Warriors in the wind and the wet. The new coach Adam O'Brien started life as a head coach in the NRL as a winner. It was evident that he has adapted a few styles from his apprenticeship under Bellamy and Robinson. Twenty-nil win wasn't the only issue the Warriors have had to deal with, as their prime minister shut down the country with people coming in and uh, with people coming and going. That sent uh, crisis talks through the club in the NRL. Mate, I didn't see one second of this game just due to time clashes with the junior league trials, mate. So I'll let you talk up your team.
1: How do you reckon they uh, went? Uh like I said, there. All the talk was around different attitude. Um, he was in pre-season. It was all it was about get comfortable, being uncomfortable, and it was all around physical, men- uh, physical uh, mentality around in, in, in that component sort of thing. Um, I know it's only round one, and yes, the Warriors probably didn't have the greatest the greatest preparation, but you could see a little. You could see what sides that he had he has come from so you can see a bit of the roosters in there and and a bit of Bellamy uh, in regards to slowing down the ruck and about and about the roosters where not just one of them comes out of the line and makes a a, a big hit tackle they're all Eunice has won so winning winning the possession game without the football in an old school approach as a Knights fan I was I was loving that but then again last year we showed glimpses of being the greatest football team and then the next week we'll turn up and we'll get and we'll be we'll be dudded so for us it's all about consistency now and um ponga and pierce yeah they did what they had to do but it wasn't them leading it from the front it was the the, the big boys up front Clemmer, and um what's his name safidi you know led the line great um braley had was great at a dummy half added something different um from us so it was interesting and it was good to say he went but also, there wasn't a, it wasn't a bad player for us at anyway. So you give three, two, one. I don't know who, who they would have gave it to, but they probably gave it to Pearson and Pong. Is the way um, that it goes these days. But um, other than that, happy as Larry to start round one. Moving on, second game on. Saturday, South Sydney survived the second half fade-out to claim a 22-18 win over Cronulla on Saturday night at ANZ Stadium. The Rabbitohs looked comfortable with a 14-point lead in the second half before two tries to wing Asione Katoa gave the Sharks a chance at stealing victory. Cronulla was set to tie it up, but with a forward pass to Josh Morris with two minutes remaining, South scraped home. Sharks have lost the last ten out of eleven round one games. Thoughts on Latrell Mitchell getting hooked after fifty five minutes.
0: Yeah. Um as the commentators are saying, like oh, I watched the game back, as a commentators were saying, you know, my man knows what he's doing, you know you don't know,
1: Give the master.
0: No, you don't know, you don't know, no, um sprint or 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 fresh a Ferrari at the start, you know, start, you know, you you know Ferrari wants to you know you you want to get the, the best kilometres out of it at the long end. So, you know, the accommodators were back, and he was like, oh, it was a long season, this and that. I call bullshit on that. 55 minutes, four, four touches, one, uh, two, two or three handling errors. Out in the full. Yeah, you know, like...
1: Dead, kicking the ball dead a few times. He's
0: back because obviously that's what he stated he wants to do as he's, when he signed up. Whether or not he ends up there at the end of the season, who knows... For, for, my, you know, for me, I want to see him stay there and, and, and grow. He hasn't played it in probably space of what, three or four years, you know, because he's been left centre at Roosters. Time will tell on um, on the Trail Mitchell, mate.
1: Over to the Penny Panthers, mate. I'll leave you to talk about your side.
0: Yeah, yeah, so it was a slow start, you know, chalking you down. Uh, they they do what they do uh, you know normally stay every day every first four or five rounds is they let sides get out to a, to a, a certain amount of points and then claw, claw their way back and that's why that's why they're dangerous the mate they got claws um, so we yeah. end up winning 2014. Uh, Rooster's coach offered no excuses for the back to back premiers and criticised his half for not coming up with great end of set options. And that's where it was. It was just Keary trying to do it all. And then when the ball did come to Kyle Flanagan, he didn't, he didn't have that polish that the Cooper Cronk, you know, like there was two balls that he kicked dead where Cooper Cronk would have kept them alive. Um, but <coughs> that's, um, that's something that, you know, Cooper Cronk, as a half specialist coach now, has to work with Kyle Flanagan. And as we just heard before we came on the air, he's been classified or deemed as unessential um, training staff for the Roosters, and has been banished from Roosters' training. C19.
1: It's crazy. No, no, no free
0: Pete. Sorry, sorry, Marie. No free Pete for you.
1: <laughs> Sunday, 17 straight. Yes, 17 straight years. The Melbourne Storm have won in round one. They had to come from behind and do it the hard way at half-time. Meanwhile, the 10,000 maroon and white faithful on hand, despite coronavirus concerns, even if buckets of soapy water were kept on the sideline for whenever a ball was kicked into the crowd.
0: Yeah, it was a bit crazy. I, I was more concerned about the, the field
1: at Brookings. Yeah, it was a cow paddock. A bit, is, bit it, thick.
0: It, 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 it is, it is on the, uh, at the best of times, but... I think they kept it, it
1: a bit thick, the grass, haven't they? So, I, don't,
0: I don't know. At, underneath the goalpost, it looked like... <laughs> lady, there was mountains in between it. It just looked real... It looked real subpar. Especially when there are some grounds out in the Parramatta and the should get a that are better than that. That's what I mean. That's, it's crazy. Like, their backup field, their Canterbury Cup New South Wales field... It's better than their, their first grade film. That's saying something. Um, the, the, the curators or the council, they will have to work, fix on that. But, um, yeah, it, it was um, pretty shit out there for me. For my, I, I was expecting ankle injuries. That's what I said at the start of the game. I said to, them, said to the missus, expect some ankle injuries here. Uh, you know, very, very uh, crazy Times so luckily that they got away with no
1: injuries Well, what about Dalvin
0: you, oh. you see you said that's going out with, the, with, the, with Homer Simpson's eye yeah. and his eye and that
1: mate he's they don't they don't make him any tougher than him I'll tell you that much well, at least he can his
0: throat he's still
1: got a voice yeah it must be it must be something with the name <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, moving on last game in the round and in my eyes the the game that had the player of the round, you know, Benji Marshall, who turned back the time to orchestrate the West Tigers come from behind victory over the Dragons. Luciano Le Lua celebrated his uh, win stadium return by scoring the match-winning try against his old St. George Illawarra teammates. And if my memory is me correct, isn't this match he got the longest chip and chase on record?
1: It's 35 metre?
0: Yeah, 35 metre chip and chase. You never ever go, I'll
1: never ever see a 35 minute chip and chase again. Oh, lucky you got the good bounce, I'll tell you that much. First penalty try of the season?
0: Yeah.
1: Tick of approval? Uh, it
0: yeah. wasn't really going for the ball. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but what are you saying in the r- I was going to drop it. Uh, <laughs> uh, tips, uh, mate, tips. How did we go? Oh, round one goes to me, arsehole. <laughs> ah, six five. I'll let you get this round.
0: Oh, oh mate, no way! I'm spewing, huh? My boy got fucking in full round. He, he picked the little shit.
1: Yeah, he's got. If anyone wants to take any tips from him, he's got all way games in round two. He's <laughs> <laughs> giving
0: away. Yeah, he's got all the way. I don't reckon he'll do anything.
1: Um, Play of the week.
0: Benji yeah,
1: Benjamin. Martin. Without that, um, I chose a Sarko. Named on the. Had a great pre-season. Jack Bird gets a nod over you, comes in and does does what he does.
0: So was he was he the player to tackle Jack Bird then? You
1: reckon? <laughs> Tom Dearden apparently. Oh, another another benchie. <laughs> uh, team of the week. Uh, yeah, team of the
0: week.
1: I've written in you've, you're you're going to pick the pan and I'm going to pick the Knights. Obviously.
0: You reckon? <laughs> nah, look, I like I like the pan. Per- yeah, I came out and I said Matt Burton should be five eight. I still believe he should be five eight, but for now we'll go with the team that was on the field there. Uh I'm I'm more impressed with um more impressed with Tigers. Yeah, they take dragons.
1: Tip to get the spoon as well.
0: Oh, yeah, a lot of people tip lot of them. tipped them. Of people tip them there, a lot of people tipped them in that in that um that number nine spot. I the, the, I like the grit there's a full, full pre-season under Michael Maguire Michael Maguire's finally got some of the players that he's been chasing or that he thinks would be a good fit you know like the Lua brothers you know got Adam Dewey uh, Billy Walters is there um, you know <coughs> and it just, it's just working well uh, you know well, I mean, had
1: five on club debut as well
0: yeah so you know it's look it it's promising signs I won't say they make the eight but it's promising signs
1: uh, for for West Tigers I picked the Knights but if I had to take off my, my Knights hat I'd say the Broncos I didn't have them in my eight but the way that they I know it's a derby and you always turn up in a derby but the way that they they were the way that they turned up was more impressive to um, to go about their business but was you know, like they, they got Bennett coming he up there um, this week, so we'll see uh, how they turn up for that, but all we'll good signs to, coming to forward. Me,
0: mate. it's, um, it's a different side than what the side was that presented itself against Parramatta, and I think that comes down to the fact that Brody Croft's now halfback. When Brody Croft came across, Anthony Milford, the first thing Anthony Milford said to him is, this is your team now. I just want to run off, off you.
1: And a proper pre-season and the Ball too.
0: And it's their first full... Yeah, Season. yeah
1: that's round one mate yeah
0: round one we'll be back with uh, our junior league wrap and our new south wales
1: results and our um, junior league COVID uh, talk on, on where we're going to go going forward talk soon here we are junior rugby league wrap oh
0: Well,
1: we'll wrap junior rep round. round sorry uh, so we'll start with harry matthews yeah. manly Lost against the Bulldogs, 14-10. Dragons defeated the Steelers, 26-18. Eels defeated Magpies, uh, 34-6. The Bears defeated South Sydney, 26-10. That was a good good victory. Sharks defeated the Roosters, 42-12. And the Knights defeated the Raiders, 14-4, with three teams having a bye. Tigers, Panthers, and the Central Coast Roosters. And now we move on to Tasha Gale, and we'll get Fifey to read those results out.
0: Yep. So uh, with the results out last week, uh, you got Sharks beating uh, the Sydney Roosters Indigenous Academy 14-12. Panthers defeating Eels 12-10. Uh, you got Dragons defeating West Tigers uh, 38-0. Knights have defeated the Raiders 30 points to 4. And the Bulldogs went down to the Illawarra Steelers 6 points to 26, mate. But, yeah, moving on, the SG ball and this one here, you know, the SG ball, you had the Warriors there, the Warriors going, um, you know, there was second on the ladder there at one stage. So, you know, it was um, touch and go. And that's the reason why everything's been cancelled because it was free, free Competitions that are affected by having the Warriors involved, mate.
1: And SG Ball, what were the results spell? Nice defeated the Central Coast Roosters 22-14. Manly defeated the Dogs 34-8. Where the Balmain Tigers defeated the Dragons 28-14. Eels defeated Magpies 58-6. Rabbitohs defeated the Pirates 57-0. The Sharks defeated the Roosters 12-4, and the Victoria Thunderbolts. Defeated the Bears 56-6. Final game on Sunday. The Steelers defeated the Warriors 33-16. And the Panthers and the Raiders had the bye. On to Andrew John's Cup final round. So yeah, final round
0: before what was meant to be final week's one. But uh, yeah, obviously we all know now that nothing will go ahead. Uh, Central Coast Roosters They went down uh, To the Newcastle Knights 12 points to 14 North Coast Bulldogs Defeated the Nor- uh, Lost to the Northern River North from the River Ty- Titans uh, 18 points to 20 uh, GSR Tigers Defeated the Panthers 20 points to 16 Panthers first loss that yeah, the Panthers The first loss Yes Greater Northern Tigers Went down to Parramatta Eels 42 to 4 The River Arena Bulls Defeated uh, Monaro Colts in the Battle of the South, twenty six eighteen, and Illawarra, Central, uh, Illawarra South Coast Dragons uh, were defeated by Western Rams, fourteen points to twenty four. <coughs> it's um, it's such a shame that you know that that competition as well as the Laurie Daly and all the other junior league ones now are up in air in terms of um, moving forward. Uh, Dale, what's the uh, Laurie Daly Cup results?
1: Knights defeated Central Coast Roosters, 22-20. Panthers defeated GSR Tigers, 26-12. There was a draw with NC Bulldogs and NR Titans, 26 and yet, all. North Coast and Northern Rivers. Uh, GN Tigers defeated the Eels, 24-18. Illawarra South Coast Dragons lost against Western Rams, 26-14. And... The Bulls defeated the Colts 54 to 10 in that. As you mentioned, there's no more um, junior league rep, junior rep stuff.
0: Yeah, no, it's um, it's on a hiatus at the moment, <coughs> and um, I don't, We we don't know if it's going to go ahead.
1: New South Wales rugby league results, mate.
0: Yeah, so for this is for round one, and uh, yeah, all rounds now are uh, suspended until at least the 31st of May. And, uh, yeah, the Knights defeated the Warriors twenty point sixteen. The Pampers defeated the Bears 20 points to 6. And I'll come back to Jason Taylor's assessment on that game as well. Parramatta, Eels <coughs> defeated the Bulldogs 24-16. Uh, Blacktown went down the Mounties 44-30. St. George lost to uh, Western Southern Magpies 32-12. And the Newtown Jets got uh, got up over the Rabbitohs to shoot twelve, and as I uh, as we all uh, as everyone knows now, you know, I'm in with you know <coughs> the Bears with um, Jacko being ball boy and that, and yeah, so we're privy to listening to you know the, the coach talk to his team just after full time, whether it be a defeat or a victory, and um, <coughs> Jason Taylor's assessment on the game was. That he was actually pretty impressed with their defensive record. So, 41 times Penrith had the ball more than than North Sydney in that game. So that's <coughs> equates to seven sets of six. 56 of total possession were inside the Bears' 20 um, on the defence on, on on the try line, and Penrith could only come up with three tries. By he's reckoning there should have been at least another two or three tries in there. So he was impressed with their defensive record. I think that their defensive feet and the fact that they were fighting for one another and and working as a team. And as he said at the time, they can only get better from here. However, we have to now wait seven weeks.
1: Jersey flag. Roosters defeated the Knights 30-16. to 16. Paramount Eels defeated the Bulldogs 20-14. Panthers defeated the Bears 24-0. Manly defeated Victoria Thunderbolts 18-10. Dragons defeated the West Tigers 16-14 in the close one. And then another close one to round out Jersey Flag was the Rabbitohs defeated the Sharks 32-30. Now we move on to the Harvey Norman's Women's <laughs> Premiership.
0: Yep. And again this is Round one and only round that they're going to have at the moment. Mounties gave uh, North Sydney Bear girls a flogging 26-0. Uh, Cabramatta got, had a big defeat against Wentworthville Magpies in the Battle of the Parramatta girls. Uh, 42-4 was that score. Sharks defeated the newly formed Central Coast Roosters 16 points to 10. And St. Mary's got yeah. a good victory up against uh, Rabbitohs. 18 points to 4, and Brothers, which is coached by a local Mount Druid fella in um, Isaac Nasali, they went down to West Tigers, uh, 36 points to 4, and the Bulldogs had to buy. Mm -hmm. Moving on, guys, we're going to have a quick chat about Ron Massey results. And I'll hand it back over to Dale here to give you the results for that, including a first-out win, mate.
1: First a win for the Fijians, the
0: Cali Kati, Silktails.
1: Silktails forty to sixteen also wins the Wolves back in the competitions.
0: <coughs> yeah. So uh, they 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 obviously fell out after the New South Wales Cup. stuff went back to Penrith and a bit of um, a bit of what was led to believe which we still don't have hundred a, percent a given was a bit of financial difficulties there. However, you know, They've worked hard, they've got themselves a few sponsors that have covered um the needed re, the needed um funds to re-enter a Sydney Shield and a Ron Massey side and they're they're back in there which is good because they've got a premier stadium out there and it was getting used for nothing.
1: Uh Gleebelled Wolves defeated Hills Bulls twelve to four. Cabramatta just went down to the Magpies eighteen fourteen. Mounties defeated Blacktown Seagulls 30 to four. St Marys beat Asquith Magpies 44 32 in a high-scoring affair. And Guilford Owls did have did have the bye, so they won't play anything for a f- seven, weeks. seven eight weeks, in, including the bye. But moving on to the to our last New South Wales rugby league result in Sydney Shield.
0: Yes, Sydney Shield. So the right Eastwood Hawks defeated the, the Moorbank Rams 50 points to 8. Sydney University went down to Hill's Bulls in a close one, 24-20. Guilford, uh, yeah, Guilford Owls and the Belrose Eagles had a 20-all draw. That's pretty good. Like Belrose were getting smacked around last year. It's good to see them have a draw. It'll be interesting how they how they, how they come out of the other side of this um, suspended competition. Cameron Matter, uh, had a first-up loss against Wentworthville Magpies 28-16 considering Cameramata went for the most part of the last year in Shield undefeated. That's interesting. Uh, Blacktown City was defeated Windsor Wolves 24-10. St. Mary's defeated Asquith Magpies 20 points to 16. And Brothers, uh, they had a first up defeat with 6 points to 59 against East Coast Eagles. And it's strange and it's 59, but our, our, our friend Shannon Gallant is a part of this... Uh, East Campbelltown Eagles, and he was saying that uh, on on his personal page, you know, that he decided slotted the slot of field goal at the end because the uh, brother strain, uh, was being being a bit of a uh, pest to him on the sideline, so he slotted the field goal just to be a smarter. <laughs> well, uh,
1: well done, mate. <laughs> yeah. So, COVID nineteen, yes. what's happening with junior rugby leagues?
0: So as we, are, as we had been across it for the last 72 hours with what was <coughs> potentially going to happen, we got given a bit of inside source on Saturday night um, that um, there was going to be a 30-day um, hiatus, lay down, see you later, no training, no nothing. Uh, so yeah, um, that was pretty much on the money. Uh, we, we ran with it there. And uh, we monitored all all clubs and districts that were cancelling their trials for that were meant to happen this weekend. And that included Cronulla, uh, North Sydney, and South Sydney. They all they all canned their um their trials and training to cease immediately. And then, obviously, a lot of other teams were going there. And and, and the Daily Telegraph posted. A, an article at about 1.30 on Tuesday afternoon. I think that was about seven or eight hours after our 15 posts of different clubs and districts doing it. So, you know, we'd been across it pretty much from the start. Uh, you know, personal opinions on the whole situation aside, which we said in the opening, you know, what well, my personal opinion of the whole <coughs> situation is, the, you know, the New South Wales Rugby League governing body and the Queensland Rugby League governing body, they have a, um, an accountability to, you know, look after its, its patronage, then its members, because all I've had, had to take is one, one kid to get it and for it to spread. And then, you know, in this current time and day and time that we have, you know, lawsuit-happy people They could have had a lawsuit on their hand if someone would to to contract it and die. Uh, So, you know, they've done the worst-case scenario. But, uh, you know, look, um, it is what it is. So as it stands now, 1st of May is when it's off till. Go from there. It's a fluid situation, so we we could wake up tomorrow and out of the two hundred and seventy cases that have that have been confirmed, we could wake up tomorrow, and two hundred of those cases are now cleared. Or we could wake up tomorrow, and there's another sixty on top. It's a fluid situation. It's it's continuously changing now.
1: Hundred percent. So, what does this mean for for training and trials?
0: So, all coaches, trainers, and managers, when we when we all sign up, we we, we, we also agree to follow. And adhere to the district's code of conduct, and uh, there is a there is a there is a a bit in there about um, you know breaking district um, code of Conduct So there is to be no training, no formal training, no informal training, no trials, no nothing. Uh, I I've contacted Penrith Junior Rugby League. Um, General Manager Nathan Muttler, just to clarify a few things about this, and it's pretty much any coach caught training kids will face the New South Wales Rugby League Code of Conduct review. Um, yeah, so the return. So just to just to end that up, there's don't train your kids. Send out a text if you've got a Facebook group. Put up a message there of individual training of what you want to see your kids to do. I've already done it. I'm expecting my 13-year-old to do three times, three sets of 10 push-ups, three sets of 10 sit-ups, three sets of 10 squats, and two times a minute plank twice daily. And then two days a week, go for, map map out a a, a, a track around your local area and go for a a, a one and a half K job. That's what I want my boys to do, but my boys are 13, so it'll it'll differ for your age group. That's what I want my boys to do. So I've already sent that out. All my parents have seen it, and um, that's that's what I'm doing personally for my kids. Uh, return date. Uh, so at this stage, training to go back from the 1st of May. Uh, I can confirm that Penrith junior Rugby league are looking at starting round two on the sixteenth of May uh... so that will give us six training sessions before we restart uh... possibly a trial in there if it's allowed by the governing body uh, also you know a lot of people are going oh you know it's a shortened short round well <coughs> not really we're still going to get 11 games out of it. Um, finals don't start generally until first or second week in August. Most grounds most grounds have ground higher to the 6th of September. However, what's gone down, I'm pretty sure if everyone was to email their their appropriate councils for wherever they are, whether it be Penrith, Blacktown, Fairfield, Holroyd, um, Campbelltown...
1: Get an extension. You
0: know, just get an extension of two weeks to finish off the season. Run an 11-week season. Um, i already been told by by um, Nathan that the normal July holiday break that we generally have won't happen. A, a round one will go into there. There's a possibility of going into the Queen's birthday long weekend. Because it isn't actually the Queen's Birthday. Then the Queen's Birthday is in April, really. The current Queen's Birthday is in April, so it's just a free day off on the Monday. So, um, you know, parents, I wouldn't parents if you are listening, I wouldn't be booking anything over the June long weekend. Just
1: can't, can't go anywhere. Anyway. Oh,
0: you, you can go. You can go in the states. <laughs> you can go inside the state. But look, I, I dare say most districts will 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 put around into that July holiday. They will also possibly put around into the, the June long weekend and then what that, what that sees is 11 straight weeks if you don't have a buy in your competition 11 straight weeks of footy straight into finals with the finals grand finals possibly being the 6th and the 7th of September or the week after for Division 1 so you're still going to get a lot of footy in and as we said at the top of the podcast and we'll, re, we'll reiterate it now what it means is that This situation, one, is unheard of. It's uncharted territory for everyone. The fact that in the whole wide world, the only two sports that are going is AFL and NRL at the moment. Um, You know, you've got soccer's gone on a four-week hiatus. Uh, NFL's not existing because it's off-season. But the XFL, the Vince McMahon run, XFL, which is basically NFL on steroids with a bit of money, that's been postponed. NHL, Major League Baseball, Wrestling are now wrestling are uh, doing behind closed doors. NBA. NBA. NBLs now not doing their final series. The uh, English Premier League uh, is behind closed doors. Uh, or No, no they've been suspended as well. Uh, the European competition. The European competition. Olympics. The Olympics. They're still apparently at the stage. The last I heard today, we're still trying to go ahead, but you, you failed to see that go ahead.
1: Yeah. Euro 2000, 2020 has been pushed back to two thousand twenty one. Copper America has been pushed back to two thousand twenty one. Super League,
0: that's been on a, it's been put on a hiatus, and the supercars and most
1: A League still running.
0: A League is running, but on a compact. Well, I believe Wellington has come over, so you More know, behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah. So you know, all these all these sports have reacted. Um. Yet it's a fluid situation. Uh, you know, it's to put it to put it into per, uh, into into a comparison is, though you go and get new internet, mate. <clears throat> they say to you, oh, it's going to cost you. It's going to take ten to fifteen days till it's switched on. You know, you're like, oh fuck, you know, shit. Oh bloody old, it's going to take forever. I'm going to be without internet. And then in four days' time, you've got your internet. Are you happy? Hundred percent. Because it's there. So what? New South Wales Premier League and the QR role have done is giving the furthest amount of possible time before we come back to allow the situation to evolve. Uh, evolve. Like you know, we could come back after Easter, and the Prime Minister comes down and goes, we have we have cured it. There is there is minimal minimal um, risks in Australia. Go back to your go back to your daily things, right? So. You know, if, if that happens in, if that happens after Easter, I dare say that this would all change. Everything will be brought for two weeks. But because it's fluid, fluid as such, we have to go day to day, and that's the reason why New South Wales Rugby League (QRL) have put a postponement to first of May, which is six and a half weeks, um, just to give. The country a chance to show where we're gonna be at with um with COVID nineteen.
1: Oh what I'm thinking about this is mate, your weekends have now become more free. You'll be able to take the missus out on a romantic de- a romantic date, mate. Oh mate! No. <laughs> Thank you for any idea,
0: I don't think she
1: listens to the podcast, so I'll think will be alright. I'll be telling her to tune in, <laughs> in the in the in the fortieth minute. <laughs> I've got to get the brownie. i got to get the brownie points up with it, mate. You need the
0: brownie points. You did And uh, It is our. It is our anniversary this Sunday. Um, fourteen years. You can get less for that than murder, mate. Um, I could have done a murder charge and been out by now stuck with her. Nah, mate, I've got go-karts, mate. I just might take the go-karts out to the track for a bit and just spin them around on the weekend.
1: (laughs) Awesome. So that's our junior junior rep wrap as well as New South Wales Rugby League results. We'll be back to to wrap up the show with the NRL preview of round two.
0: Oh, and also our um, our radio um, slot program has been put on a temporary hiatus. We're going to... Hold off until the end of April now with the hope that everything will start up again
1: for round one. JRL, yes, uh, uh, round two preview coming up. Here we are, NRL preview round two. We're going to start on Thursday,
0: yeah, mate. Uh, we'll start on Thursday with the dogs and the Cowboys at ANZ Stadium, but we just want to give out a uh, public media announcement that uh if you are watching which we have to watch on home there's going to be no crowd there uh you will hear a lot of uh coarse words that generally you don't hear because there is crowd there yelling so you'll hear a lot of get the effing guy f this f that you'll hear it all you just just guys understand that you know this happens week in week out you just don't hear it um and it's just just a normal way of the um, the boys playing. So, Dogs Cowboys, mate. Uh, both Bulldogs Cowboys were underwhelmed uh, to the start of the season. They need to got, they got to find their rhythm. Uh, this match, marking the first to be played without a crowd amid this C nineteen pandemic, Dogs need to get their attack in order, and the Cowboys need to be more patient, build pressure, and try not to score every play. It's absolutely diabolical if you if you were to make your debut this round. And indeed there is a player making his debut. Jake Alvarillo is coming onto the bench to make his NRL debut in place of Kerrit Holland. Josh Maguire returns from suspension. Donny Asiata is back to the bench and Jensen drops off. Dale, quickly mate, how do you see this one
1: going? i picked the Cowboys. I feel the Cowboys will build on what they didn't do at the Broncos, against the Broncos, like we've mentioned, like they need to be, as you can tell last week, they'll just play and touch football. They wanted to have that kill play, that clutch play off every single play and not build pressure. And Broncos found their mate in regards to that. I feel that their season will start Thursday night and it will give them a kickstart onto the rest of the season. Cowboys for me by 1-12. to 12.
0: Yeah, it's hard I want to go Cowboys, but I also want to go Dogs. But I just don't see anyone scoring points for the Dogs. You know they they they, they resorted to going to kick for a goal last week against Parramatta, and that's all the, that's all that came of it. Two points. You're not gonna you're not gonna win a game with two points. Uh, I'd love to vote. i love to go for the Dogs, but I just can't see them getting up. So this one will be Cowboys for me.
1: Friday, 6 p.m. <coughs> Dragons versus Panthers at Jubilee Stadium. Coming off a first round loss to the West Tigers and not taking their opponents. They're, sorry, they're not taking the opportunities to win the game. They'll need to be more controlled around the halves as they are playing the Panthers who are coming off a, a huge high after knocking off the back-to-back premiers in round one. For the Dragons, Dufty returns at fullback. Lomax jumps onto the re- jumps onto the wing because Ravalara has got a thigh um, cork or a strain. Tarek Sims is suspended for one match. Faye... Fui <laughs> will start in replace place of Sims. And uh, Jacob, a host, joins the bench. For the Panthers, Hetherington is suspended. Billy Burns comes onto the bench. Edwards and Capewell are still out of injured. I also heard that Capewell has injured himself again to, today at training and tweaked um, that quad or hamstring that was and plaguing him one of those soft tissue injuries so it'll be another setback for the new Panthers recruit so it'll be a while before you see him debut f- for the club how are yeah. you going on this one Penrith boy
0: yeah oh, man, I ain't going against Penrith I went, I, went, I, went, I went with Penrith against bloody roosters so if I, if I go for Penrith against the uh, uh, you know against back to back I'm going for him against the, the team that's tipped the, one of the tips to be the fucking spoon um look like I said in the recap, I was really impressed with um, with, with their um, their attack. you know they they kept it as straight as they could possibly keep it without going too lateral. Uh, you know one thing they've got to work on is their starts, kick out in the full and then 12 points down before we even decide to come back. We need to be on the front foot. We need to start winning from the start of the game, not from the thirtieth minute. Uh, Panthers for me, mate.
1: yeah. I picked the Panthers. I feel that they'll, they'll be too strong for the Dragons. Of before I was it just come to my attention now. I forgot to mention it um, before we chatted about the Thursday game, but just a, a left field thing. Who you reckon is going to be the first funny? C U N T to jump to score a try and jump into the crowd and start clapping and pretending that there's someone, there's, a, there's a oh crowd you mean member. You, you mean you mean
0: the first Piggy Riddell Piggy, moment
1: Piggy Riddell moment I'm picking it's one of those funny funny fellas from the Panthers and maybe To'o or Luai
0: oh you got you got To'o you got <laughs> Luai they can all get into the crowd do the Mountie bop and not have to worry about thousands of people running to them to do the Mountie bop
1: <laughs> so I'm on picking <laughs> one of the Panthers boys to to have a to have a dig at um at the government.
0: Yeah, get over there, have a clap. I, I, I'd I, love for every team to get one of their staffers to go down there and put, like, streamers and, and signs and whatnot down there, and then you run over there and you put the signs up and you shake it around. Like, you know, have some fun with it. Make us piss ourselves laughing at home. Moving on, mate. Broncos, South Suncourt Stadium, another Friday night game featuring the Broncos. Boring. These coaches changed sides last year and both have put their spin on their respected sides. Can the Rabbitohs match it up against the Broncos' forward pack? And can the Broncos handle the lethal backline of South Sydney? Both coming off first-round wins, so it's all to play here to be up the top in at the end of round two. Now, uh, For the Broncos, Defeita Pangai Jr. has been suspended, so Jamil Hopawadi will make his starting debut. And uh, Alex Glenn is looks um, to have another week on the sidelines. South's a run change. Dale, how do you see this one?
1: <coughs> another Friday night blockbuster up there in at Suncorp Stadium. Bennett up against his former side. He would, I think he did a double over them last year. Don't quote me on that. He loves coming up against former sides. I feel we, the Broncos are running thin in, in, in regards to the outside backs or their forward pack. And I feel that's, you know, South Sydney will will look at their second half and be very disappointed, and then they'll just just have too much for the Broncos young
0: yeah. forward pack. Nah, I'm tipping Broncos, and I'm tipping Brodie Croft to pelt with Latrell Mitchell with high bombs all night, and I'm also tipping Jamil Hopawadi for almost a, for almost best on ground.
1: Mate, you're throwing in you're throwing in the, the jugular there,
0: or what? But Jamil Hoppawati, he was always destined to play rugby league. He just had to get himself away from the, the bad parts of his life.
1: First game on Saturday, we have 3pm the Warriors versus the Raiders at Seabus Super Stadium. Kick
0: his ass, Seabus!
1: <laughs> the Warriors host the Raiders on the Gold Coast, having made the selfless decision to base themselves in Australia for at least another week after New Zealand imposed border restrictions aimed at the C-19 pandemic. Patrick Herbert and Peter Hickey have returned for family reasons and aren't available for the match. I think the Warriors will have a fair few distractions on their mind other than playing football. Ryan Sutton returns from suspension for the Raiders, but he is not named. For the Warriors, obviously Patrick Herbert and Hickey aren't named because they're going back to New Zealand and they take their places are Pompey and Adam Kieran. Your thoughts on this one, mate?
0: Yeah, mate. Like you said, like I said in the opening, there, there are a lot of things on the Warriors' mind. I'd like to see the Warriors come out, and there might be it might be a, a closer game, but I feel the, I feel the Raiders are going to win this one.
1: I pick the Raiders. I feel they'll be too strong. I feel so for the Warriors. Let's, let's hope they actually turn turn up and have their games in tomorrow. Like we said at the. At the start of the night, it might actually do them well of good with preparation because already, they've already settled in camp. They don't have to worry about all that travel and whatnot. And I feel that this game was supposed to be the it rugby was. Union and the it was, it the, was a du- it was, it all, it was double.
0: A, it was the first ever double head-up between the Warriors and the Raiders and the Brumbies and the Crusaders, I'm pretty sure, all the Chiefs over there in New Zealand.
1: It's hopefully that they can do that again in 2021 or when we have crowds, to low back in there again. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Interesting.
0: Second game, Roosters and Manly at Leichhardt Oval. Roosters didn't score a try in the final sixty minutes of last week's game, and were outplayed in the second half by a hungrier side. Manly win- willingly stood up to the storm in the season opener, but gradually worn down in the second half. What a what a tough start for Manly minor premiers one week, and then the premiers second week to open their season. Uh, <coughs> Ground, the game has been moved from <coughs> um, Central Coast Stadium to Leichhardt. Uh, no other reason other than the crowd. There's no crowd there, so there's no point playing. Got, traveling up there, they're trying to limit all. Tra- uh, oh, trying to limit all travel. You know they've got charter flights now, straight in, straight out. No, no hotel staying anymore. So um, that's that's the reason why this game has been moved back to Leichhardt, it's closer to the, closer to to um to the homes for all 34 players involved you know so that's that's the reason why uh, angus Crichton has returned is returning and has been named to start in the back road in place of the injured satiria tupanoa ikevalu cleared of concussion protocols and boyd cordon has been rested again manly remain unchanged how do you see this game bud
1: not many times we said that Manly were unchanged last year, did we? They had those injury crisis. Mm. Roosters, round one, 2018, lost. Round one, 2019, lost. Both won the premiership. Can the three-peat start now with its win in round two? I've picked them. I feel that they'll be too strong for Manly. Then, um, then you know, it's, like you said, it's been... They've got the... the the bad end of the stick there, mainly with the premiers and minor premiers uh, from last year. It'll be a close one, but I feel Roosters will have just enough, just to get over by two points.
0: Mate, this 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 game here is gonna. You'll be able to sit back there. You'll be able to zoom out on on, on the the crowdless stadium at Leichhardt. Zoom up to the apartments. It's gonna be stacked. There'll be people on the roofs. Uh, there will be people on the balconies and I'm pretty sure I've already seen people hiring out their balconies for $1000 to have people there to be able to watch this game from above this game, this crowd, this one here will be probably the only game of the, of the round that you actually be able to hear some form of crowd because either the Roosters or the Manly fans will be up on the roofs, up on the balconies there will be some crowd of some sort there, maybe 25 people still brings you down underneath the 500 so ScoMo can be alright, and it still brings down on if the hundred indoors as well. So, uh this this one here will most likely have some sort of crowd.
1: But they both have to travel over the bridge, mate. No one's going to turn up.
0: There'll be some idiot that will be willing to pay a thousand bucks to someone to go sit on
1: their balcony. I never said. you know, <laughs> all credit due to those for those fellas that live close to the on,
0: ground. On on Leichardt Oval, <laughs> not say
1: close to the ground. It's on
0: Leichhardt Oval. It backs on there. Mate, I'd love to be saying, "Hey, hey, my 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 house backs onto a freaking stadium, mate. Beat that! Now, not many people can." Uh, oh mate, toss up a coin. Heads, it's roosters. Tails, it's manly.
1: My coin's landed on heads. Roosters, it is. Final game on Saturday. We have the Sharks versus Storm <laughs> at the new home ground for them in Jubilee Stadium. 2016 Grand Final replay. These two teams always lift when they come up against each other. Melbourne. Outlasted Manly in a grinding match in round one, while the Sharks staged a mighty fight back against South Sydney. The Sharks know what it takes to beat Melbourne, so hopefully they'll get ready to get down (coughs) and dirty old school to to take the points. Both teams unchanged.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: That's very interesting. Bronson Cherry still not right as well. Yeah, well, you know... Dugan's still not right, Moylan's still not right. Mate... Final game for Josh (coughs) Morris. Oh...
0: But hold up, he's leaving one system going to another. He might have to quarantine himself for 14 days because you don't know what's at the Sharks compared to what's at the Roosters, mate. So... I'll
1: tell you what's different. Back-to-back premiership.
0: (coughs) Yes, no, it's not going to (laughs) happen. There won't be no free Pete there. Let's get on to this one. I reckon Storm are too good for Sharks.
1: Yeah, Storm's too good for Sharks as well for me.
0: Sunday, 4pm. Again, this one. Back
1: at Leichhardt Oval, two thousand bucks people are going to make this weekend.
0: Oh, mate, they're going to make a shitload of money. They're yeah, going to this this one here again. Can we just can we just have magic round at Leichardt Oval? At least we know there's going to be at least forty people on 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 rooftops here. Uh, both teams would love to start the year two and zero, especially with the uncertainty surrounding the season beyond round two due to cvid nineteen. Knights got whacked in the corresponding fixture last season, so they'll be able to make some amends. Chicam's making way on the bench for Paul Momoroski. Knights unchanged. Dale, can your Knights defeat Benji Marshall's Tigers?
1: Oh, yeah, we can. If, if we turn up and play like we did last week, there are much more, um, you know, in re- respect of the Warriors, much more uh, tougher opponent. And at Leichhardt Oval, they think they touched up 58-6, I think, at the end of last end of last season to end our season and then get them into into Knights and almost into 8 <coughs> for the last game when they had to play the Sharks. So it was disappointing for the Knights with their season on the line and, and turning up like that. So the, obviously they'll be out for amends. But it's another test for us. So it's, an, it's our first away trip. And they talk about that, you know, get used to being get used to being comfortable or being uncomfortable so we'll see how the boys prepare uh, I've picked them Will be I feel we'll be in a close one I feel it's going to be in a high scoring affair you know both teams If it's dry football weather it looks the weather looked like that you know Benji you know Benji loves to throw a ball around Pierce and Ponga would we'll, we'll just do the same so it could be like maybe a 30 or maybe a 30-40 uh, don't expect it to be under 40 points for, for both teams combined
0: like I said with the other game, the Roosters and the Manly, this one here will most definitely have Tigers fans on the balcony. I can I can almost guarantee you the last blue note in my wallet that this will this twist will have a crowd there. Um, I'm also hearing that some clubs are pre-recording cheers and boos for when a, when a decision goes against them, just to keep the referees on their toes. Uh, I've picked Tigers, mate. Uh, Leichhardt Oval. Um, packed with fans or no fans. It's still... Rooftop fans. Yeah, all well, the rooftop fans. We'll call them that, the rooftop fans.
1: Final game of round two. Titans versus Eels at SeaBus Super Stadium. Kick his ass, Seabass. The Titans will need to build on the second half performance in round one to be any chance against Eels. Eels need to stay calm with the ball and work away at their opponents. Just like they did in 2019. For the Titans, Peachy is being dropped to the bench. Brian Kelly gets the nod in the centres. And your mate there that I've <laughs> struggled to say his name. Mauiaki Afotuaka. He's taken the place of <laughs> Dolifs, <laughs> And Eels Unchained. <coughs> before I jump to you, I've picked the Eels. I actually threw a spinner in the works with... with um, a guy last night said that the Titans will win as, as a laugh. Don't be—I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans um, do win, but I'm picking the Eels 13 plus.
0: Yeah, I got Eels. They—they they looked a bit, you know. They—they look—they look complacent last week against the Bulldogs, but I'm hoping Brad Arthur kicks the complacency out of them for this week. I um, yeah.
1: A benefit for the Titans is the Eels have one of the worst away records of the competition.
0: Yeah, but that's now with no fans, it's totally different. How many how many how many stadiums have to be disinfected this weekend?
1: Five. Three.
0: Three. Three. Three stadiums have been used twice. Kikis RC Bus, Rooftop Lovers. And the other one is um Net Strata Jubilee with Penulla and St. George share in their stadiums so a
1: first there's always a first for everything
0: oh uh, yeah they will they will have they'll have them they'll have to have them sanitised um bring in the bring in the guys with the big yellow suits and spray it down just to just to safeguard himself you know,
1: mm. uh, at, least I'll know what it, <coughs> at least i at least I'm going to know what it feels like to be a a manly a roosters fan this weekend
0: yeah empty seats everywhere
1: unfortunately that's how it goes with The Final Whistle, mate. And
0: C-19. C-19 as well. Alright, guys. I'd like to thank our sponsors, H- HQ Services, Air Electrical and Air Conditioning, and p Dampers. Dumpers. For more information, you can listen to our podcast on the Anchor app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or you can hit us up on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash The Final Whistle, RL, Instagram, The Final Whistle underscore RL, or email us on the phone whistle rl at hotmail.com to get your team or your club as the junior league club of the week when we go to the airwaves please share our podcast to all your rugby league friends and family and it's been a different podcast here dale sitting back relaxing at my place and sucking a few gym beams down while we do the podcast mate hope you enjoyed your gym beam and um, peace out for tonight.
1: That's it. All the best, Trev. Hope to see you on next week too, mate. Yeah, catch you, Trev. Hope to see you back soon, mate. Bye.
0: And that's the final
1: whistle.